I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I can spend hours and weeks on all the mantras. You are loved. You deserve to be here. You are needed. Necessary. I can chant those affirmations a million times in constant and consistent repeat until one day the record skips and No You're Not becomes the new song and I become limbless. I evaporate into nothing. I've lived with depression my entire life sliding in and out of it as easily as i do the size two pants that only fit when the fog has made its way back depression is like a rumor that grows quietly and steadily causing no problems or distractions until one day i remember that time i left the stove on and burnt food and the smoke and the chaos of the alarm that blares a broken jazz in my (laughs) mind because this shame is the only soundtrack i have i take my medication faithfully i do all i do I do all I can for that this thing does not eat my bones. I visit my doctor weekly. I'm trying to stay alive. One day I wake and instead of dread, instead of echoing hollow sadness, instead of a stomach that lurches in disappointment at morning or at waking or at the 24 hours I need to occupy, I feel a calm. I feel a soothing. The sun appearing and allowing in the beauty that into morning. This happens every single time until it stops and the fog comes again. Like clockwork. I wish I could smash it to bits. And this right there is the one thing that I can count on. No matter how long it goes away for, it will always come looking for me again. It will always return. I'm so tired of this returning. I tell people words that fall hollow on my own ears. A friend told me once that each of us and our unique fingerprints hold up the universe and that any missing fingerprint is a loss the universe can neither regain nor afford to lose. I share this with people often. I give the suggestion, allow yourself mourning. I tell them it means that today may have been a rolling ball of anxiety and trembling, a face wet and slick with tears. But if you can get to mourning, if you can allow yourself a new day to encourage a change, then you can get through it. Allow yourself mourning. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're live on a Saturday evening, nighttime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we ain't been doing nothing, guys. I mean, what's the rush? You know what I mean? I was in the rush. Yeah, Karen was working on her farm. I was trying to send the demons of hell back away from the earth. <laughs> so it was a lot of stuff going on in this mm-hmm. house, guys. And I did a full shift. I made guacamole. Mm, it was good. That was a thing warmed up some shumai that happened so i mean you know just doing our thing you know i had to check in on castlevania see what's happening in season three i'm on the final episode now so it's just been one of those days guys yeah that that shumai was actually really really good and uh hopefully we can get a little piece for the steamer so we can steam it but that shumai is really good Mm -hmm. i'm not as worried about steaming it but sure i i like it like it is but maybe one day um maybe one day anyway guys i mean i can technically steam that we have stuff in the house that can steam it i have a thing that goes over to a pot that can make it a steam like make the steam cook it oh, okay i mean if that's if that's really something that is important to you i can make it happen. oh i just wanted to know what it tastes like steam that's all okay um at any rate guys you can find us on itunes stitcher for automatic search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews today's excerpt is from oh wait i mean and of course um 
you know this is a feedback show so we're going to get into your five-star reviews your emails your phone calls all that stuff that you guys left all the feedback that you left we're going to talk about it we appreciate everybody takes the time out to leave that feedback which is why we do this episode um because you guys are so prolific with your feedback okay yay um and we do have five star reviews we have all that stuff today so wonderful very excited um the excerpt that i read before we started was actually from i'm telling the truth but online by bossy ickby who you guys may know from um this too much you know, um friend of the podcast and um you know my co-host over there but also extremely talented poet and writer she is uh she has and this a way with words yeah this book man i i really can't i can't stress enough man it's masterful it is beautiful um i i actually did the audio book um and hearing it in her own words for me personally made it really stick to my heart it was an emotional roller coaster uh listening to her go through the book uh because i can relate to some of those things and i can relate to depression and being depressed and being sad and wishing you were not here and just all the ups and downs that go along with that Mm -hmm. and i bring it up today specifically because i think this quarantine thing is definitely doing a number to people's brains it is you know i think a lot of us are going through it you know um it makes me one thing it made me think about was as anguished as everybody feels about this lack of mobility and freedom that they have imagine how you know prisoners feel um you know when we talk about prison needs to be harsh it needs to be a place where you can be punished and it needs to be brutal with violence and people need to be you know sexually assaulted and stuff and we cheer that on from the sidelines and sometimes you hear people say that you know specifically if you don't like somebody it's i hope they get raped i hope this that and the other dog this shit just not being able to do what you want to do when you want to do it is already a fucking mind trip you know that being said i've also read a little bit about you know the idea that it's affecting people's mental health and if you already come into it dealing with certain mental health issues you know being cooped up inside all the time can definitely be something that uh affects people's depression you know the fact that you know not to mention your anxiety is always on 10 because every news article you can't log into any social media without someone sharing something Mm -hmm. and most most of the news is the sky is falling there's not a lot of good news going on right now um even if you share and this has happened with me i've tried to change what i share online and i've tried to share more positive stories because i don't want to just be sharing everyone's obituary i don't want to just be sharing right. you know you know so i mean if i can make a joke out of something i might like if i see a a gathering of people standing outside you know ignoring the quarantine rules i might be like look at these dummies you know but in general i'm trying not to share the most depressing saddest news you know like it's everyone here has heard it already and it's not really helping and we mm-hmm. just disaster bait all day over it you know yep and i know for me that's why i've really been playing my game for like long extensive periods of time because i was like i have to check out like it is just too much i don't want to see another feed i don't want to see another tweet i don't want to see it and it's going to get bigger and it's going to touch everybody you know you're going to see more friends that are personally affected uh you may lose friends you may people are going to lose 
you know they're gonna go through grieving online and stuff this is gonna hurt a lot of people and so i'll say all that to say um uh it's definitely got to be affecting people that deal with stuff already Mm -hmm. and um i think in the book even though it's not an advice book which i actually appreciate i think bossy wrote something so unique because it's not it's not an advice book which you know comes off almost like i'm doing better than you you know Mm -hmm. it's like i'm talking down to you a lot i find a lot of people that make advice books they one they don't always have their shit together anyway right but it's normally like some type of avoidance you know where it's like i'm actually still going through a lot of shit but let me tell you what i know and i figured out and it helps people not concentrate on the person giving the instructions right and and the thing that i really loved about bicey's book is that it showed her flaws Mm -hmm. which a lot of people when they write those advice books they don't show that they're a flawed character they don't they want you to say think i have it all together and you come to me for answers no everybody's flawed all right or i'll present to you how here's a funny story you can learn from when i messed up like there's not just this is a thing that happened to me and it crushed me or i didn't you know i didn't realize it or whatever it's not like anyway so i like that i like also that um it's it's so personal but it's still kind like it still lets people um it lets people exist in a way where she doesn't turn everything to a black and white situation where i'm this hero and this person is this bad villain person that came into my life and i had to overcome everything and all that stuff like you know it's very understanding of humans and herself right um and then like the way it talks about you know the book talks about depression um as this thing that is looming as this thing that when you're when you're living with uh bipolar 2 i believe bossy has when you're living with that it's not uh it's not like this thing where some people can kind of like i was sad for a few days or and then you never worry about it again or you know something sad happens and the re- correct reaction is to be sad hey right. you lose a loved one you, you lost right. your job you you know something you broke up like you know there's things that people are sad but um you know for her the thing it made me think about was just a constant fight that she's in the constant vigilance you know and and i understand that she can get tired and be tired and mm-hmm. uh i understand that um you know it's not is is really more about having a little bit of hope and allow and knowing and, un, and trying to understand when you're in that mode it can't it won't always be like this and so i did want to stress that uh to the audience you know things are gonna probably be you know bad for a while we're gonna be watching death toll numbers skyrocket on on on, all over the place you're gonna have you know um you're gonna have this this trump on tv just fucking you know lying and gaslighting everyone we're gonna see all the inner workings and back and forth of trying you know the machinations of like which states get what and all that stuff i'm not saying turn turn away from that i'm not trying to tell you it's not important i mean hell we cover that stuff on the show for a reason i think it is important but understand that you have to have some hope yeah. You don't understand that you have to allow for the fact that, you know, there's light within the days. There's light, not just at the end of the tunnel, but there's light within each, each day is not filled with bullshit. You know, um, don't, don't let it steal your joy. You know, um, don't let it steal right. your resilience. Um, one of the things that, um, 
like i said i I share now i'm sharing all these articles of people trying to help you know um and i think it's important to make space for that because he is a bunch of cynicism and especially online now so many people get off like honestly it's like they orgasm at the fact of shitting on you saying Mm -hmm. oh this person's trying to help or this thing is trying to help you know they it's like it's like they're in a negative frame and they need to dunk on you to bring you down correct and it's like at least we'll both be miserable together Mm -hmm. you know like i shared an article on my facebook page about robert Kraft flying a million masks from china to america to maine um which is an even deeper story because apparently the governor in maine has been trying to get these masks and donald trump and the federal government has been intercepting the shipments and and stuff right because each state is on its own right but i said i just shared it i didn't even leave a comment i was because in my mind i was thinking good you know like people need those masks i don't know you know and then you know you see the commentary around it and and like i said it's like people are addicted to it it's uh well he said aaron aaron hernandez was on his team and he was in a football video saying you know little kids should still play football i was like what does that have to do with this though what does it have to do with this you know what i mean right you just had to say something like he didn't you know like i don't like i just don't understand like like why can't this exist in the place where it is you know i saw jamel hill you know many others i'm sure well you're he's friends with trump okay but he's helping right now and that's important you know what i'm saying like i get it there's a time for that i'm not trying to say that it doesn't matter at all but you know you have to understand that people need fucking hope right now they need it you know everything can't be let me shit on this you know oprah gives 10 million dollars or why you know well i mean she's a billionaire eat the rich and shit it's like dog i don't know what to tell you man but if you had a billion dollars or whatever the fuck i'm sure you know you would you would give up this money you do something to try to help you know and this is trying to help this is going to people on the front lines to help you know it's actually a little bit uplifting to see so many people chip in in a system where government is failing us right you know in a system where um you know we're seeing like if it wasn't for the individual charitable person if it wasn't for the person on the ground doing the work of providing meals for people who can't leave their houses making sure shopping for elderly people and stuff so they don't have to you know that kind of stuff if it wasn't for that man we would have nothing because you can because if you're waiting on a federal response to this that's at, that's gonna work it's not coming in the, for the most part and so we're really on our own and so those same you know rich people and celebrities everybody shitting on that are doing stuff like bill gates funding the vaccine study for uh, at the cost of a hundred million dollars that's nothing to sneeze at that's you know this thing where if you bring that up and people are like you trying to defend billionaires see capitalism got y'all it's like no i don't give a fuck about capitalism mm-hmm. i don't give a fuck about how much money's in that person's pocket your three dollars wasn't gonna get it done come on so i don't know what to tell you you know i feel the same way i I said when we talked about the uh the uh political action committees and the fundraising with democrats i don't care that bernie sanders had a five dollar donors donations i don't care it does it literally doesn't matter to me only only thing that should matter is winning that you have one job to win this the win presidency 
however you figure out to fund that that's on you you know what i mean like i'm not worried if it's a wall street dollar i just need you to get your ads on tv to inform these dummies that you're out here trying to give them a choice right and so it's that kind of thing that that you know that i become like uh like i'm starting to become annoyed with the idea of shitting on everything people are trying to do to to work this out to fix this because what i do know is a million masks on the front line of this battle with our medical staff sounds like the right a step in the right direction it is it sounds like more of a good thing than a bad thing because the medical staff are the people that are confronting this and getting sick at a higher rate and some of them are dying yes so if you're telling me we're gonna get these people the ppe you know the personal protective equipment that they need then that's what the fuck that's i don't care who it's coming from i don't Mm-mm. like to keep it a, a buck i don't care if it was trump right like trump is in charge of the government right now let's say he just out of the park and did a great job from this point on i'd be fine with that i'm not gonna vote for him no nope. but that's better than what the fuck is happening right like th- real lives are being lost and people are, are quibbling over fucking like uh i don't like oprah i don't like uh diddy or so, you know i do like rihanna you know that kind of stupid shit and um and so it you know it just made me think like one of the signs of depression that some people have is like anger especially in men mm-hmm. and it made me think like well everyone's in the house mm-hmm. everyone can't really have their loved ones that there can't be close to folks you can't visit you can't go out and party you can't go out and really like drink or and distract yourself you know go to a restaurant and so maybe people are just really in a deep dark kind of societal depression and they're they bringing everyone down with them you know i have no degrees in this shit but that's kind of how it feels because they're taking things that would be positive and trying to twist them into something negative and even the things that they say they want when they happen they don't talk about it so like they'll be like well why somebody need to fund something for this vaccine it's like okay well bill gates put a hundred million up for that man they ain't shit they ain't gonna do nothing man who gives a fuck about that like oh this is like how your brain works when when during depression where you can't hear the good you you can only spiral down and down into the negative and you know i i we're all connected digitally now and you know it can be frustrating you know because i don't want to spend my time like that i don't want to spend out of control just because i see you spiraling down i don't necessarily want to take it be taken down with you so i think that's kind of interesting to see you know this this happened and then like i said it made me think about allow yourself mourning you know you have to allow yourself that little bit of hope you have to allow yourself i'm gonna get through this and then we'll see what happens tomorrow like let's see let's like let this thing run its course but let's not just give up let's not just despair and 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 quit yeah and it's and it's one of those things where it's like a one day at a time one step at a time um our society as a whole when it was functionally normally Mm. everything is instant i post everything online i instant 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 i get instant gratification instant 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 everything is quick and everything is fast now all of a sudden everything has slowed down and almost came to a stop basically came to a stop and a lot of people do not know how to function when things aren't going around i think in addition to what you're saying a lot of people aren't comfortable with being alone a lot of people aren't comfortable with being around family members and friends they're just not comfortable with that because it's causing people 
to actually have to sit down and get in a quiet place and actually get into their own thoughts and that's the last thing that some people want to do is get into their own thoughts uh like uh tps said uh alcohol sales have been up through the country like 55 percent nationwide it's the reason why uh Mm -hmm. because people are trying to cope people are trying to deal um and i know for me personally and i said this before joy and happiness is something that you have to continually fight for and a lot of people they don't have that fight within them but i refuse to give that up within me um because that's all i have is just hope Mm -hmm. you know um and i refuse to let anybody else steal it from me and i refuse to give it up myself yeah i think also like you know people are some bad situations you know there's people stuck in houses with people that they don't want to be in there with or you know obviously abusive situations there's um there's you know job situations anxiety that's happening and i, and I think the internet presents this one place people feel like they have control and so they can be like i can go on the internet and yuck everybody's yum i can you know i can shit on everything you know uh uh movies that are were supposed to come out in the theater are coming to streaming you know i saw people shitting on that twenty dollars for a movie man fuck you whatever i'm like one you don't gotta buy it no you don't two the other alternative was go to the theater and risk death they're in the bind too you know what i mean like they and they and they're also selling these movies with the idea of you own this movie now twenty dollars is what it costs to get a blu-ray when it comes out Mm -hmm. so it's not like that's some crazy fucking number that's never existed before you and then you can rewatch this movie in perpetuity they also have issue uh options to like rent the movies and stuff but you know if you have like voodoo amazon or whatever twenty dollars for a movie but my point is it's it's a it's a thing to help people get by essentially and help the theaters get by Mm -hmm. and they helped i mean help the companies get by the movie companies and people turned it into a negative they like our brains are just conditioned right now to be like instead of even just being like i'm not gonna do it it has to be turned into like this is a horrible thing that shouldn't exist like why isn't this four dollars or whatever it's like what do you want them to do and if that was you would yell about that you would ask for it to be free i don't know but even if they didn't ask for it to be free it would just it's always gonna be something you know is the point um you know that i think it's just kind of weird uh the the negativity we have that it's kind of taken over everything for a lot of folks you know and you know like i to i was talking to the person that you know brought up the robert Kraft shit because uh, i basically was just like i guess you know like i like i don't know what you want me to do man dude's you know he's trying to help at this point i don't like what do you what would you like me to do like fuck him fuck these masks i hope people keep dying like i, I don't know what to tell you like i think this is a good thing i i shared it with no comment in the first place um and then they replied like something else negative about him and then i finally was just like listen i'm trying to stay positive we're all in a fucked up situation right now some of us are barely fucking holding on by a thread you know what i mean like what's the point of bringing this shit to everyone you know what i mean so like why can't i said the only thing we can really control is to be kind you know like let's try to be kind to each other you know i didn't cuss her out call her no names or nothing and she did like leave me alone after that or whatever um <laughs> and, and then that was it you know like you know no hard feelings no nothing you know I, i'm blocking you motherfucker like nothing like that but just dog everybody going through it right now you know like I, don't be the person on the plane 
you know don't be that person don't be the person on the plane uh allow yourself morning you know if you can't you know if it feels dark right now it feels like there's no hope feels like there's nothing you can do you know give yourself that one more day give yourself that that one more chance to hear something positive to to let something positive sink in to start you know having that hope again because i feel like a lot of people feeling hopeless right now they are butterfly in the sky i can go twice as high take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow i can go anywhere friends to know ways to grow a reading rainbow i can be anything take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow a reading rainbow oh yeah read the rainbow uh but also guys some people gave us money dedicate this to the american economy because we're about to go through this recession depression and unemployment today's a new day so right on time ain't it ain't it new day new new shit okay new money preston team drove shout out to him recurring per donator cedric w we appreciate you tracy j thank you tracy allegra our girl what's going on appreciate you uh melanike uh monica t gerard l thank you for so much gerard uh gotta load that one calvin recurring donator thank you calvin hope that mcdonald's is coming along i hope it is too hopefully you had to shut down lanika m thank you but well, they're probably just doing drive-through only. Oh, that's right. Jason F. Tyrone M. Dostra J. Alexander M. Waste Bees by Subaru. Michael Irvin. Playmaker. Uh, Eric M. Attitude Check. Bronco Pride. You know. Jasmine A. Jonathan W. Deborah O. Janine R. Omat A. Our girl Shannon. What's going on, Shannon? Hey, baby. Rachel H mary h stefan h none of these people are related just lots of h's triple h trivia t is a brand new recurring donator trivia hey baby go on to the new members class okay conrad will walk you through it and uh james g that's the last one thank you everybody today's a new day but tell me where are my blue skies where is that love, y'all? Where's the love and the joy and the promise you tell me it's alright? I almost gave up, but my power that I can't explain. Fell from heaven like a shower and... Even though it hurts, y'all, but still... I smile. Even though it hurts, y'all, I smile. I know God is working, so I smile. Even though I've been here for a while, I smile, smile. It's so hard to look up when you look down. I sure would hate to see you give up now. You look so much better when you smile. All right, let's get to these five-star reviews. Count them, okay? Um, So, we got some on iTunes. Let's get into these uh thanks for everything that y'all do 
first time long time been loving listening to y'all since 2011 gonna try and be brief began listening to the blackout tips after i read about you guys in maxim magazine around 2010 2011 what long time ago i don't even remember being in maxim magazine holy shit was that in print (laughs) i don't know might have been online shout out to maxim but it wasn't messing with that king magazine you know what i'm saying shout out to my black men y'all know what's up (laughs) not the king uh it was a very small mention but i'm so glad it was there i had a subscription to Madden from doing contract work in iraq in the early 2010 i came back home to chicago where i was a groundskeeper at university of chicago of course i was outside all the time and i needed something to stimulate my mind while working music wasn't cutting it as much anymore i had my i had many podcasts come and go but not you two's pod i've gone through some episodes of depression from ptsd y'all were there for me i was out of work for two months after having been shot while on my way to work damn Ooh, baby. y'all were there i moved across the country and now reside in las vegas still y'all are here i'm now a postal worker here in las vegas trump country i don't think y'all know how much this pie helps folks feel better and feel connected thank y'all for continuing to hit us with that constant fire spread love it's the tbgwt way thank, thank you thank you baby you be safe out there delivering mail <laughs> yeah wow man that is so crazy and you know like i actually had saw this earlier in the week and i took a screenshot of it and shared it on our social media because i was like you know what man i am stepping into this like this whole y'all don't know how important this is you, you know y'all help us feel connected y'all help us feel better i was like yeah i'm fully accepting that compliment i appreciate it um and uh you know what we do is important even if you know it is just us kind of giving our opinions on the news of the day like if it matters to people then you know it fucking matters and i'm glad that that uh you're still here i'm I'm sorry you got shot but baby you know so you know uh, it's cool that and i'm glad you you know you decided right then because it's never too late man it's never that's crazy 10 years after we started this show you you you've been listening that long and then you wrote this you've been with us since we were doing one episode a week yep right on time baby i tell people i don't care how long it takes you were right on time when there were no feedback shows like nope man thank you great podcast this is from and that was from ashy nooks the la- the next one is from uh stackers s-t-a-k-u-z uh and it says uh great podcast funny insightful intelligent and easy listening thank you thank you see they ain't got to be long y'all five on it ow it's from o tom uh who says uh o tom a who says i've been listening to this podcast since 2014 almost daily and i can't believe it took rona to finally put a five on it i discovered on the podcast through the dan levitar show when bomani used to come on the show often and would mention something Ryder said on the blackout tips ever since this podcast has helped me get through long days at work and long commutes thank you so much for what y'all do love y'all yep thank you and of course as always shout out to bomani man uh you know homeboy hall of fame and uh yeah like just <laughs> uh it's still kind of crazy just knowing him or whatever right um but uh you know obviously uh like the love is always shared and mm-hmm. reciprocal so um quarantine must this is a must listen to while during the quarantine says i love to travel oh yeah you definitely going through it if you love to travel <laughs> come on 
right like i guess videos gonna have to get us through it i yeah. like to travel too baby nobody got the username i love to stay in right <laughs> nope stan says i recently stumbled across this podcast looking for news new to listen to i went all the way back and listened to the old show me and rye have similar views we also watch the same show because i love I, which i love because you don't find too many okay people who like game of thrones <laughs> thank you rye to care i was so hyped when i found out you guys live in charlotte like i do five out of five stars which i could give more and that's from twin d1 thank you twin thank you appreciate it oh the title of that one was stan s-t-a-n uh the one before that was quarantine must uh and then lastly is trey it says trey o scott i just stumbled across this podcast and instantly fell in love such a great informative and well knowledgeable podcast thank you thank you appreciate it man so, mm-hmm. i know some of y'all lacked up the the rona got you in the house y'all can leave us five you put like this now you ain't got no excuse you ain't busy what is you doing uh on stitcher we have two new five star reviews uh this is from miss barnes our girl my rona review best podcast ever love this show so much i finally found a way to leave a review on stitcher the c Pac has us in uncharted waters but your podcast is the anchor that is badly needed in these times thank you so much for taking care of us tippers in these rona times love y'all miss barn 72 thank, thank you. you uh one said one says five stars hand washing jones follow through as promised and long long overdue here's a well-deserved five-star review i didn't start this with the intention to rhyme but as you see it just happens from time to time what <laughs> this whole thing gonna do i feel like i should be doing this in curtis blow's voice <laughs> yeah and since the revelation of the theme i'll take the risk of becoming a meme been listening for a long minute the favorite podcast prize you win it i was born and raised in the south now living in utah missing that southern mouth y'all be keeping a brother connected to his roots and killing with the entertaining value to boot <laughs> i ain't got to i ain't got to the premium level as of yet but it's a definite consideration you can bet now let me bring this bit to bit of spit to an end because i want to keep Roddy karen as good friends anyone down for a li- for a good listen Shafiq, with the black gall tips you can bet your bottom dollar it wins every last one of the chips uh from the long time listener uh-huh, like i said uh-huh. <laughs> it's like a joke sometimes that make me wonder how uh, thank you we appreciate it <laughs> thank you i feel like if somebody should have been just like clapping in the background clap your hands everybody <laughs> like, hey these are the breaks right. somebody say ho <laughs> <laughs> actually man thank you that was very uh that was very cute thank that was you. Cool. uh all right let's get to y'all's comments on the website theblackguywithtips.com we have episodes you guys leave comments you know the deal um the first episode of the week was our feedback show the legend of hand washing jones <laughs> <laughs> shout out to hand washing jones shout out to hand washing jones uh our girl sydney says sitting here listening to the feedback shows i'm sitting on my balcony watching my neighbors swimming around in our community pool i don't know if quarantine will get extended but people are definitely not respecting the shelter in place order here in charlotte no do you know what um they actually had a huge spike and uptick in people calling 311 and reporting on people here in Mecklenburg County because they were saying, like, don't call 911, so they've been tearing 311 up. And they was talking about they might actually tighten the restrictions because, like, it's been beautiful. So people been, like, going to the park on the weekends and shit. They was like, we might have to shut the parks and shit down. They were like, stay your ass at home. Yeah, people don't be respecting that six feet, man. Like, 
they'll be like you can go out you still need to do self-distancing and people are st- mm-hmm. like yeah. physical distancing or whatever and people will really be like uh we're all standing in line for ice cream about two feet you know one foot apart standing right next to each other it's like this is gonna go on forever yep um Amon says hey y'all thanks for ending this episode on such a hilarious note i hope someone is inspired to do some artwork about the legend of hand washing jones i was cracking up i thought maybe karen was talking about pasture but i was wrong because he just confirmed hand washing jones findings it was some german guy whose name i'm not gonna look up again because i like hand washing jones but he died from an infection he got from beat uh from a being beat by guards at the mental asylum he was in because they didn't wash their hands poor hand washing jones oh love y'all Lamar. he was black then yeah actually someone actually emailed us with all the like stuff because our you know our listeners are all fucking brilliant and shit ain't they smart so they's like yeah i'm actually a professor that teaches about hand washing i'm just like you motherfuckers boy swear to god y'all smarty art out there it's like we can't even make the jokes because <laughs> y'all y'all really do come off the top rope with the like and just Mm-mm. since we have an educational moment boom <laughs> i didn't get these degrees for nothing you gonna learn uh the poll was do you think hand washing jones is black yes or no Oh, yes. Hand washing Jones? Yes. The one we made up? Yes. The one we made up is black. Yeah. Well, 82% agree that he must have been black. The way they treated him, I mean. Come on! It sounded like a black thing. Even, 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 even if he was, uh, white, he ended up getting beat up in, in jail. He's still black. He can come to the cookout in heaven. Come on. And 18% say no. Uh, probably because they know the truth. And says, <laughs> Hand Washington Jones was a German Hungarian man who figured it out by observing the cause of death during childbirth. Told you they can't let us live, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you can't improv with everybody. Uh, the interesting. Well, actually, I right. actually know what happened. Even though I clearly can see y'all joking, I don't, let me step all in this. <laughs> the interesting thing to me is that his study showed that midwives who washed their hands before deliveries had few deaths but male medical students who didn't wash their hands even after touching cadavers had a high percentage of deaths it took 20 years for them to accept germ theory which was discovered in the middle east in the 1300s so my uh observation they didn't consider the death of women during childbirth serious enough to study the cause in depth i hear you and shit but i say he was a black german hungarian how about that Mm -hmm. i need to see photographical evidence that he wasn't a nigga (laughs) Uh, they treated him like one right beat him in jail contest clues and uh jacqueline brown to somebody jacqueline says not only do i think hand washing jones is black i think hand washing jones is a black woman Ooh, next level next level um controversy yeah i just said (laughs) i said he because he was allowed to work in the, the room with the doctors but you might be on to something yeah they they ignore black women hard uh kim doc says 93 percent of jones i know are black so there you go mm-hmm. <laughs> science amon says hair washing jones is the black man that german dude stole the idea from just like jack denials the cotton gin <laughs> and the host of other adventures adventures and good ideas yep that's what i'll be saying it's like how they said christmas addicts was a patriot that decided to die for his country and we all know that the white people well if you're serious about the revolution i bet you won't shoot this nigger right here that's that's how i think it happened uh <laughs> don't write in about christmas Addis, guys i understand he was an abolitionist jesus christ i know one of you mother i know one of you motherfuckers had typed up an uh, email already and just oh god damn it i'll delete it somebody with them letters behind their degrees yeah that's not what happened right oh man um eve i hear the keys clicking right now (laughs) 
we got episode 2074 mask on uh eve writes in y'all you are so right about being glad blacks weren't involved in that fuckery called tiger king especially when the only person of color got his arm bitten off nope they can keep that shit plus i'm scratching my head trying to figure out why people are surprised that joe is racist yeah this like i'm not trying i'm not trying to be a dick but two things i'm not surprised at like they were almost not news to me and you know i know everybody's in the house right now everybody's upset but the clip of him where he was like the rappers say the n-word why can't i say the n-word i was like oh, i haven't seen that clip yeah, uh, yeah like they were sharing it like i hate to tell you guys but i'm like so a white redneck from florida was right what can you believe that <laughs> shooting shooting his down cookout invitation ended like get the fuck out of here and the second one was they were like um the person that was in the uh documentary i think safe was their name um that was is actually a trans man but they the joe and them constantly referred to the to to him as as, as a she they just constantly misgendered her mm-hmm. uh whether on purpose or not who knows no joe joe didn't seem like the type to give a fuck Mm-mm. and sec that was my second yeah not surprised that he would not nothing care. about them felt woke to me no no one involved in the entire operation felt like yeah you know what hill billy zoo you at you think they're gonna be politically correct i might take people's horses and feed them to tigers when i'm not supposed to but what what i goddamn won't ever be doing is misgendering people or saying something racist that is where i draw the line like nah i'm not surprised um that's the least surprising part of this whole mess people are saying free joe and i'm like what <laughs> while the documentary was entertaining that dude is a predator preying on young men keeping them high to stay with him he is where he belongs in prison p.s carol baskin killed her husband for sure uh yeah yeah i feel y'all on all they that reopen the investigation yeah um and i don't know if joe was framed or not i didn't i mean just because they brought it up on a documentary isn't like we went through the trial you know what i mean like that's the thing that happens on tv all the time where they'll be like and they'll give you like a two sentence like this is what the trial was and it's like that is a carriage miscarriage of justice and then it's like well Who 12 knows? people on a jury sat through this and saw all kinds of evidence we didn't see right you know it's one of the low key low key is one of the reasons i kind of stopped watching a lot of the and i'm not trying to be a dick about this but a lot of the like did they murder them or did they not murder them stuff i stopped watching it because they cherry pick the facts and then when you do a little extra research it's like well that is if they didn't murder them that is a huge preponderance of evidence that they murdered that motherfucker like i ain't saying they you know it's like if uh like you know when they bring up in uh cereal or whatever you find out like adnan had said some shit about killing hay in his diary or whatever and you're like i mean i'm not saying he did it but i mean if i was on a jury and i was presented with a bunch of evidence and this was part of it i might be like he could have did it like that's not a normal thing you write about your girlfriend you know what i mean like so anyway all that stuff to say um you know i kind of i understand you know the the people just saying that shit on twitter and stuff just for fun like they don't really want to try to free that dude Mm mm-hmm kim doc says eve he's she guilty as fuck she did that shit the intoxication of these tigers is something i don't ever want to experience the one guy had a harem of barely legal girls thank goodness it wasn't any black women in there yeah i don't know why man but mm, black people did not fuck with them tigers Mm-mm. it's I, I, I i'm i'm joking but it's kind of serious i did not realize that the tigers and, and animals made white women's pussies wet because 
most black people be like a tiger the fuck is this i'm out i can't believe people like drop their daughters off with him and shit like that was so crazy like the one woman was like yeah my dad dropped me off he said well don't fall in love with him in this like what is happening florida is like another nation right um uh i thought on many occasions that if one or two of the tiger folks was black and popping the laws would switch up super quick they can't have that true uh i still haven't finished the doc it was a good white trash time until travis blew his brains out thankfully it wasn't on camera although i do feel like they had a real camera angle of it that was yeah there was a bunch of stuff they said they left on the cutting room floor because it's too graphic Mm -hmm. like joe feeding a horse to the tigers and shit like that Mm -hmm. that was all too much for me and he got yet another young husband if you watch the date the guy only cares about being close to the tigers not about dirty joe man white people love tigers yes they do you will you 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 want them to ban tigers or let niggas have tigers the tigers will be banned immediately yeah and i definitely don't want black people to have them no i don't either but 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 if Mm. you actually want to ban them that's one way because anything that we own they're banned it happened with guns Mm mm-hmm have you ordered delivery food since coronavirus hit your area yes or no 54 percent say yes 46 percent say no we did one time mm-hmm. and i would do it again but it just like you got to be careful you know no contact delivery you gotta uh wipe off everything gotta put it in your own stuff like it's a bit of a hassle compared to just cooking and not having to worry about all that shit mm-hmm. but i mean at least you didn't cook that meal right and you can't and you support a local business hopefully with that money uh zakiah says uh oh wait hold up no uh start with kim doc kim doc says does hungry harvest count if so yes and that's been a godsend for me affordable fresh fruits and veggies you can even add things like bread and avocados if they offer milk and eggs it will be a wrap but i think they've got had to pull back from those items yeah i don't know what hungry harvest is but i guess they bring groceries to your house and you cook them i I guess so um uh, I want to say Ruby Tuesdays, if I'm not mistaken. And it's not at every location, but uh, they sent me an email basically saying, like, all a lot of their food, they're selling it. And they actually was like, we we actually have ingredients, and we actually will, you know, send, send them to your house so you can cook. You kind of do like a mm. like a pay service, like you pay us for Like the, a HelloFresh, but right, through Ruby Tuesdays. But through Ruby Tuesdays. And, uh, and uh, I understand because they have all that food that they probably have purchased. Is, that they're like, what the fuck we going to do with this food? Yeah. And this is one good way to actually put the food to use, and it prevents people from having to go to the grocery store. Amon says a lot of restaurants have started using delivery companies now so i'm glad there's more options out there but some also let you call in your order and bring in your car i haven't done that yet but i'm also cooking more too alicia says i'm taking advantage of all this free delivery i even had burger king deliver i'm so sick of cooking hello fresh is looking real appetizing right now i'm gonna look look up hungry harvest too miss Barnes says i enjoy cooking so i will continue to grocery shop but i've ordered from restaurants like on friday as a treat to myself i even ordered from arby's and they were so sweet to me loading me up the extra curly fries and cheese cups oh miss Barnes, huh what else are they gonna do with it baby i mean they weren't selling food before they did that before because they don't really sell food it's a drug running operation what else are they gonna do the drug dealers ain't eating extra curly fries yeah. so here you go ma'am we it's just we, a money laundering organization yeah so. you know sorry drug drug sales are down so here you go i feel that if i, I that i do need to support my local spots i will grocery shop uh for my local restaurants as they do put together fresh meal parents as well 
and zakaya says ordered pair ordered pizza with my niece sunday dude delivered it without gloves or a mask that's the last time i'm ordering anything yeah i mean yeah i I guess i i my thing is they've been doing the no contact so it's like they leave the shit on the ground you gotta pick it up at your door that's Mm -hmm. at least that's what i've been experiencing so whether they got a mask or not ain't gonna matter because i'm not eating it out of the shit you put it in anyway uh so like right. all that's getting wiped down homie and all of it's going into something in my house that i know is clean so correct you know. and i know i want to say papa john's has like this tamper thing now like a lot of them starting to put tamper stuff on it so you can tell that it hadn't been tampered mm. since it has left the store it's creating a lot of innovations and some of that stuff is going to stay particularly with the i can see that tamper thing that i seen mm. on Papa. i can see that stain so when they seal that box you can guarantee it hadn't been opened again mm-hmm. uh the next episode was my law we didn't get any comments but we did have a poll um the poll was did the election of donald trump have a positive effect on your mental health yes or no no 98 percent of the audience says no two percent says yes and i guarantee you they didn't write in to explain why uh kim says hi rod and karen i'm happy instacart and amazon workers are fighting for their rights on saturday went to pick up an order from target the young woman who came to my car had no protective gear on then she wanted me to sign a device i asked her where her gloves were and she said she didn't have any but her hand but her hand sanitizer other targets didn't even require you to sign i told her to be safe i got a survey from target and i was positive but i did admonish them for not protecting their employees again positive uh but implored them to treat their employees but with better care i did get an email where they said they were not going to require signatures i hope they did give them gloves and masks too yeah because you paid up front normally if you're going to pick it up like that right yeah okay uh i work in the pharmacy insurance the hydroxychlorine situation is crazy we had to have we had to we have had to put certain caveats on the dispensing of this drug i had a call today where the mbr said it was sold out in new york and she needs it for long-standing condition and can't get it crazy days we still have it in stock but who knows how long uh Kiyoti says hey rod and karen trump's election felt left depression ringing in my ears like tinnitus uh or tinnitus uh long after a concert the tears of responsibility and joy i shed at six in the morning the day i stood in line to vote for obama were replaced with chilling inner tears that sent shivers down my back realizing we were heading back to something frighteningly familiar that it would once again be more of an open season on our lives rights and opportunities his election reinforced the idea that obama or any politician cannot and will not save us it has always been up to us be responsible to save ourselves and by to save the country we and by that we say the country we built i haven't mentally checked out of the political process i just realized elections are overly only really relevant if those elected aren't being accountable during their held accountable during their terms by those who put them in office this president is arguably the worst in history but i try to lend my attention to those actions and people coming together to educate and act to offset this administration i feel you on that um yeah yeah, yeah when you talking about yeah it affected my mental health bad i was mad i was mm-hmm. raging mad like, you were mad for a long time like it it, t- it took a while for that anger to lift up off of me because and i'm still mad it's just i'm right. not the predominant emotion and i think also just i don't know man like reading all this shit it just 
for me i was just kind of already like yep we can easily go back there and when it happened i was like and that's what the fuck happened right you know what i mean like, like i'm mad i'm pissed but it's the default setting for this country so of course right and like and like now yeah that that but like this that anger is still there don't get me wrong but it it it, it isn't that internal flame that i couldn't put out before because before i couldn't put it out no matter how much i tried right um miss barnes says when the orange menace was elected i got to see a lot of subtle racism sadly there is such a thing and damn stupidity from people who that known for a very long time it was very sobering to see and sadly i was i will admit that i that i was glad i saw those people that i call colleagues and now former friends for what they really are with that being said the grand orange has zero positive effect on my mental health i cannot listen to this stupid motherfucker talk because it sounds worse than nails on a chalkboard his policies are complete trash and just decided him is nauseated and i wish he would go away agreed agreed yeah what's crazy to me is thinking like white people looked at that and thought that was okay yeah because i like you can only justify with racism there's not another thing Mm -mm. no matter what white people try to tell me i'm i'm never gonna believe anything but racism elected the man because he's so abhorrent in every other sense i mean every sense he's not he's a liar he's a grifter he's a con artist he's a thief he's a fucking misogynist he's you know he's every he's all these things and there was nothing about him that seemed like he can run a nation you know even when people say they want a businessman that's a con because he doesn't even run his businesses good no he's you know? bankrupt several businesses he doesn't pay people like there's there's nothing he does not have the track record to sh- and my thing is this he has he's never been a senator a mayor yeah. a congressman he i don't even know if he ran for fucking student council and his first position is the fucking president of the united states only whiteness that can't conceptualize itself could look at that and think this is a, what we need to in america right now only whiteness and the fact that and i'll take it another step the fact that white people weren't objectively like the fact that they weren't like motivated to make sure he lost tells you another thing about them another thing about the inherent innocence of whiteness in their minds mm-hmm. uh nick r leaves a comment on a town called swords we are confabul uh, confabulating wait confabulating species and are capable of recognizing our own blind spots it will always be easy to point out the obviously perverse behavior so perfectly portrayed by others in this age of hyper narcissism we commit to narratives that fit our canon in our desperate in a desperate attempt to propel the projected world against the reality against reality a lot of times i notice life being lived as inactive porn or pokemon i really think people are out here stuck in their solipsistic bubbles interacting with others only to validate their shared narcissism we use everyday relationships as avatars rather than actualized beings to perpetuate our narratives in a way that was once reserved for celebs and other comparable demigod archetypes all all of this just leads to toxic tribalism and manifests itself in validation gangs that propel never-ending purity games the purity games themselves are often just a means of feeling superior rather than feeling than good faith indignation in other words it's a form of one-upsmanship designed to obtain usurp power and status whether morally or intellectually uh you know what nick i agree completely um everything you just said there makes complete sense to me very vocabulacious yeah it was very vocabulacious but it's essentially what we talk about on this show all the time man and you know and like i said there's a level of uh 
understanding because i i think the kind of quote-unquote group think and tribalism stuff that there's a level of sense that it makes when you're marginalized you do want to be around people that will protect you and whatnot i think the fear is that people will then invert the same uh hierarchy of um of society that is unfair they'll invert it and so now it's like in this group the uh okay in this group black men run everything okay because we tired of people shitting on black men blah blah blah. okay cool but then when some when a black man in that group starts acting up or being stupid or fucked up or misogynist or whatever it's like well we can't check that person that person is at the top of the group we we formed a group to protect black men so he gets to be fucked up to people that's the problem i have with with that that like that's when i have a problem with it because there becomes like a, a absence of responsibility an absence of kindness and all this type of shit towards other people because it's like this group is about protecting us and it's like okay what form does that take because right. if protecting yourself takes the form of just you know what white supremacy does but with a different person at the top i don't want no part of it Oh, but yes very vocabulacious mm-hmm. uh really dark and i think i only understood that because i read it twice like the first time i read that comment when it was posted i was like oh i guess approved i don't know <laughs> <laughs> like i don't know if they fuck with us or not and then i read it you know again i was like oh okay that's kind of what we say um but much smarter mm-hmm. really dark night says hey y'all great show this week i apologize because rye you made a comment that really stuck with me i just can't remember where you said it so i'll leave it here it was a conversation about voting for lesser two evils now we're staring at the devil i felt that can anyone black say this shit is better than expected because now we're in the shits you are right everyone got a little bit too comfortable and this is where people let their guards down people really should have paid attention how quickly some jumped off president obama after two years because they didn't get what they wanted to teach that black man a lesson to teach black people a lesson yeah man i listen i i mean you guys have been listening to the show since 2010 because that's when we started it i've been on this since 2010 like the expectations of obama were through the roof in a way that was so fucking ridiculous and i'm from black people like i'm not even trying to exert accept us take us out of it we also fed into this messiah narrative at some points too not not all of us quote unquote but enough you know enough that that the people that are walking around now talking about he wasn't shit and he ain't even a black president and shit they like their unrealistic expectations actually help feed the negativity um you know of course white liberals turned on him immediately when he wasn't a magical negro you knew and and i think maybe it is my protectionism of the obama family in general but i was just kind of like i can see what's gonna happen i'm not abandoning this fucking family not to make some woke nigga on twitter feel comfortable or feel like they got it together better than me I don't i'm not gonna keep adding and he wasn't perfect to the sentence in a world where no one's perfect and no president has ever been better than him and definitely no president's perfect so why do i have to keep adding this is some type of bonafide to let you know i'm woke or i'm down that's not what the fuck this is about like you know he did as good a job as he could do in the face of motherfucking unprecedented backlash unprecedented uh obstructionism right people publicly coming out and saying yes. that they won't do nothing my job will be successful if i can stop him from doing whatever he's doing was i can't remember exactly maybe it was mitch mcconnell but they said that shit on like day one 
you know what i mean and so to me i think i was always praying for this moment where i was and and you know i'll lose a friend over this i don't care Mm-mm. you know because you, if you really can't fuck with this you probably not really my real friend in the first place but no. like i know i'm right and i'm just i'm gonna let that fuel me like i know i'm right i'm not being mean about it i'm not condescending i'm not gonna try well i might be condescending but i'm not gonna be mean about it i'm not seeking out conflict over it but i really do firmly believe with with the the fullness of my heart that that family and that man did the best he fucking could in this terrible ass country you know and so when people uh abandoned him immediately when people you know like less than two years like he says that shit about trayvon and I, it's like you can see the seas part of of support they just move out the way and he's on his own you know you can see it you know the skip gates thing you can see it and that and that's what he got for telling the truth you know that's how sensitive these motherfuckers were man um so yeah i think i've always been a little bit protective of the legacy and the man but only because i understood that it the history was not gonna be fair and the and the biggest the biggest funniest most validating thing about all this shit the motherfuckers who downed him who shitted on him who who, who sucked the, the the fervor who sucked the enthusiasm for progressive ideas out of america by by constantly complaining those motherfuckers are also why we have trump right and and that and having trump has now solidified barack obama as the greatest president of all time period it won't be close after this because you immediately followed him with the shittiest president of all time so people will forever go remember the economy obama had right remember the health care obama had we didn't remember lose the, as many jobs underneath obama remember the programs obama had you're gonna have that now you wouldn't have had that if you followed him with hillary clinton because hillary clinton would have progressed on his ideas and we would have been like yeah you know obama's had some good ideas but it was really hillary clinton that got us the single payer like that's how people would have been but we're not gonna have that now we're gonna instead have uh this shit where it's like <laughs> remember when you had health care that was nice wasn't it nice though <laughs> you remember when health care was cheap you know remember when uh ebola came to america and only two people died and only 11 people got sick that was cool that was cool you remember when when it was like thousands of people whose whole job was to get prepared for this you remember them you you remember them two years ago that got disbanded that was that was a good yeah. thing so that's what's so funny how so many people swear they talking for black people when they talk shit about obama and i'm like you you talk like you don't know black people right people that know black people that really be in our community that hang out and kick it with us they don't really have to do all that shit because it's like they because they have a certain level of respect for other black people that wouldn't allow them to go on to these white spaces and fucking sell us out like that you know what i mean i hate that shit like when i see one of these like you know uh what what that dude he is um allen the misfit black girls is what he said about the people from bernie's campaign but just misfit negroes when you see one of these motherfuckers like capitalizing off of, i speak for black people read my book black and the black black and it's like dog everything you say is not what our community be talking about somebody said jason johnson yeah that dude yeah when he said you know, like like everything you say is not what we be talking about that's why the numbers don't never show up how many people kept talking about black people love bernie sanders and then the numbers ain't ha- why the numbers ain't show up you know what i mean like how how why do you get a check to say shit that's not true black people hate obama then why they vote for joe biden it don't make sense what you're saying Mm-mm. like may like do you know us or do you just try to speak over us anyway uh 
um i believe it was karen who said that people are nastier now that they are stuck in their homes with nothing to do but be mm-hmm. but be nasty online right that is exactly what i'm witnessing so i check out everyone's stress levels are so high right now everyone's trying to catch a body online i'm stressed because i can't hit the gym every day even though the topics can increase the stress level i'm glad that this show exists so that i can get away from the foolishness for an hour or two sometimes three i appreciate you both and the show peace thank Thanks. you yeah man like i said i try to uh try to give the news and then keep it funny and keep it light but mm-hmm. you know some of the shit ain't light Mm-mm. gotta be honest <laughs> eve says i think people getting upset with celebrities is nothing new it's just that we're all home now and there's more time to troll when gal gadot did her imagine video i didn't really think much of it but people were big mad and i was like the guy from insecure let the bitch sing <laughs> this pandemic has made me not want to be on the internet uh, even less yeah 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 for me too like i said I, i've been on their list too i dip in and out but i i i stay away and i guess i've always had a problem with the way people treat the celebrities before and this just amplifies it what's crazy is i haven't watched that video i haven't either because I, I don't have to and i just mm-hmm. don't i like it what's funny to me is saying you hate these celebrities and you hate what they do and you hate the da, 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 and then clicking on the video that's crazy to me you know what i mean i don't even hate these motherfuckers and i'll be like i'm not clicking on that shit i don't care what's happening with them i'm in my bag over here worried about my house that's crazy like i i'm telling you man it's like a narcissistic ex like i'm gonna check in on you just so i can tell you you're getting fat you know that person mm-hmm. uh miss barnes says i never seen a documentary breakaway to do an episode of snap that documentary will be the <laughs> most the documentary will be the most seven entertaining hours of my life that i cannot get back give us another problematic carol shaking my damn head with that uh yeah they did give us one yep we got carol uh from the walking dead and now this carol uh with that being said old girl knocked off her second husband she gift wrapped her spouse to those tigers dripping in oil literally she did that shit yeah well she brought up that sardine oil i was like wait a minute (laughs) wait a minute she dipped him in that shit like a fish nugget oh if i would ask nigga <laughs> this is how i would have killed him if i did but i didn't uh did you pull any april fool's day pranks yes not this year or i never do april fool's day oh i never do april fool's day 76 percent of my audience never plays like that 22 percent just didn't do it this year because shit is so bad and two percent said they did do one alicia says i pulled the old i'm pregnant trick didn't work though oh alicia you said you ain't letting this shit get you down i feel you felix says i hate april fools because i can never think of anything funny to do i always get bitter at the folks who can't thus the hating <laughs> yeah i won't even front though i don't even be saying them shits it's funny man no me you know and, and, and maybe because i know i'm very gullible i fucking hate april fools day i'm like no don't trick me i always be like damn man y'all y'all really abuse your friends you know what it's like how i don't find when white people make those videos are like this my friend fell asleep around us and we stuck a motherfucking uh you know we stuck we took him stripped him down naked wrote on his face with magic markers and then we we put him in the tub i'm like why would you do that to your friend who trusted you enough to get drunk you know it's like i can't i'm incapable of having a sense of humor about it and i know it's me i'm not saying i'm this is how it should be so that's that's i guess that's why i don't do april fools and stuff like that Mm -mm. right because i would probably end up getting mad like real big mad going the fuck is this and you would have to tell me it was a joke yeah this feel like april fool's year 
the way yeah. we all started with all them resolutions it was like uh you won't be doing any of that april uh, fool right april year um 2077 get carol life alert is uh the name of this episode i walk in dead recap because you know carol fell down and she needed some help mm-hmm. uh carol is on that i'm doing my own shit i enjoyed this episode because we got to see how carol has tortured herself in the form of alpha in her head we needed that visual to see what demons carol is battling yeah i felt like they were trying to redeem her with that because mm-hmm. for all you know all of us have been on her ass since connie came in well, shit mm-hmm. before that even oh she's been wilding also beta is now known to me as freddie myers don't bother to correct karen anymore rod beta is now freddie myers well freddie myers is who uh is like that uh legends of tomorrow i i i'm the I one messed that, it together yeah i know i'm the one that messed up I, freddie myers is what he was called that was correct okay i thought you were trying to say freddie krueger um but no freddie myers uh though these recaps are the best part of our week especially in this cpoc thank you so much thank you miss barnes thank you turk says hi guys do you think rosita is a goner now that we got a new latina character oh yeah i mean puerto rican it counts though hmm. maybe yeah maybe i mean i think she got a job on another show anyway so i mean she might gotta go you know either way we might have to get rid of rosita i mean they could do the michonne rick thing and mm-hmm. you know allow her to come back yeah just in case but no, I, hope, I hope that's what they do uh the walking dead does a play about maintaining that diversity quota they really don't though like on the low they started introducing like seven niggas it's like okay some black person gotta go you know what i mean because it's like it's too many uh-huh. it's the walking dead not the walk in dead uh peace turk uh <laughs> the poll the poll was do you think uh we will see connie and daryl get together i do okay well in addition to you karen 81 percent of the audience agrees 19 percent say no so i don't know if they think we're gonna find no, her dead i hope not she gonna come out of the out of the cave and be uh, like and be like love, love should have brought your ass home last night right. i don't know or she might have got bit back she'd be a zombie oh, i hope not miss barn says if connie doesn't show up alive daryl's gonna put an arrow through carol <laughs> right through her chest that rhymes uh and eve says i think connie will show up so daryl can finally get some booty in the z-pock that yeah he's so asexual man i don't think we've ever seen him i don't know what it would look like for daryl to be macking on somebody that way they can fill the void of sweet swirly love that we lost with rick and michonne left yo could fill the void though and he could fill her void if you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and i think you do know what i'm saying because i think you're picking up what i'm putting down (laughs) uh roger 10 for a bit buddy uh all right let's get into um we had one voicemail seven or five five seven zero one eight six is our voicemail line um just make sure it's two minutes or less because it will cut your ass off it don't give a fuck uh 704-557-0186 i believe is the number um but yeah we appreciate y'all that take time out hey rod and karen it's your lady katanya aka the sick ballerina hope all will fall thank you guys so much again for the great podcasting you're doing during the coronavirus really greatly appreciate it 
Remember this week, you guys mentioned going to Trader Joe's and how they've upped their cleaning. So just wanted to share that I actually am a crew member um, at a store here in D.C., store 662, and just wanted to let you in a little bit behind the veil on the things that um, we have been doing to increase the cleaning of the store. So normally, before coronavirus, we had um, a task on the hourly law called CE, which is called customer experience. And customer experience entailed um, retrieving the carts from the um, from the cash registers and from the parking lot and putting it back in the front so new customers could get the carts, um, changing the bathrooms, I mean, changing the garbages, cleaning the bathrooms, and like sweeping the store, like dry mopping and mopping. Um, since Corona hit, it's been CE has been broken into three responsibilities. So the CE, CE one, which is again is getting the carts and like doing the trashes. CE two is someone solely dedicated to going around the store and like wiping down any surface that people would touch. And CE three is um, solely dedicated to being by the door and like wiping down the um, the handles of the baskets and the um, and the carts. Um, we also have like a door person now, so that person you've probably seen at your Trader Joe's is just solely dedicated to being there and like keeping people antibacterial spray on their hands and controlling how many people come inside. And it's also a new position called the um, the rover, and that person still solely stays by the cash registers and goes around to each whoever's on reg to relieve them every 30 minutes so they can wash their hands. Mm. Um, instead of just using antibacterial the whole time. Mm. So those are some things that they've been doing that we've been doing to make sure that customers feel um, safe and also just to keep the store safe. Uh, and then she got cut off, but that's small. Yeah, makes sense, man. I mean, I but you can tell when you walk in there, like these ones, like, and I think we were talking about public. So I we I haven't actually been to Trader Joe's since well one time since uh, since it happened, but uh, in public, same thing. Like the cleanliness is on a whole nother level People at this point. Well, mop it and sweep it and wipe it down. It's like they had extra crew in there. Yeah, and, and they wouldn't. That was their job was just to sweep the flow, mop the flow, wipe shit down. Yeah, and I mean it can't hurt, obviously, but you know with the new recommendation that people wear cloth masks and all this type of stuff out there and you know reading different information about some of these masks you know surgical like i think what everyone seems to be worried about is that people gonna get surgical or those n95 level masks and then think that they can stop self-distancing right and that seems to be the big fear because everyone is kind of being like this is not like because people are like the cloth mask is not doing enough it's like well technically even the n95 if you get one um isn't technically doing enough because the way they wear those in fucking like doctors out in the uh in surgery and shit it's not the same like, they have a fucking plastic hood that goes on there to get sealed uh you put the mask on that has to fit a certain way on your face for it to count it ain't the they, same. they spray like this the spray over the thing and you have to see if you can smell it inside the mask inside the hood and if you can't then they take it then you gotta take it off um and you uh they spray it just to see if you can smell it then if you smell because just make sure that you don't have some type of weird condition where you can't smell it then you put it all back on and do the test again then you can go on and you can only wear that for a certain amount of time so like none of this shit is foolproof you know even if you know uh even if it helps a little bit or doesn't help at all people need to be self-distancing and shit Mm -hmm. um mask on or mask off don't matter um all right we did get some emails from people okay we got quite a few 
uh yaffa writes in on the first one um and i might have to look at this on my phone because okay computer gmail it moves at the speed and it wants to move um <laughs> hi, hand washing jones hi Ryder karen thank you for giving us more podcasts through these trying times with an inept president in charge anyways always insightful always funny i laugh so loud and hard when working from home the name of hand washing jones is below ignaz semweiss Semmelweis proposed the practice of washing hands with chlorinated lime solution in 1847 while working in Vienna uh, General Hospital first obstetrical I hope I said that right clinic where doctors uh, wards had three times the mortality of the midwives wards uh i also wanted to say because i'm paying playing catch up thank you for having that expert on to talk about COVID 19 oh Mm -hmm. uh it really helps me to calm down and understand the facts take care be blessed stay healthy sincerely yafa k there's one thing that makes a dream impossible to achieve the fear of failure paul cole oh that's like a little quote Mm -hmm. uh cedric wrote in um and he had like slides and everything for this dr samurai stuff they were like you go y'all gonna learn <laughs> you niggas are so smart it's crazy really honestly uh hey Ryder karen i'm dedicated long time listener probably more like a dedicated lurker because i've been too lazy to holler back over many years but the science teacher and me couldn't keep sleeping when i heard you guys talking about hand washing jones it just so happens that i teach a class on the origin of hand washing practices and we have been emphasizing the practice here long before corona hit because the flu has been so bad this year i've shared a revised copy of the presentation that i have used in class for the last several years i think the name is pronounced ignorant not semwise uh sem semovice oh okay um but i but i ain't hungarian i'm a middle-aged brother born and raised <laughs> in south carolina uh currently living and teaching ogden utah having moved out here with my family in 2015 that's a long conversation about culture shock coach class and god only knows what else i enjoyed the jokes <laughs> but the true story has been has some parallels to this nightmare that we are living today and i just had to finally come out of the shadows and share it love you show the manner in which i listen most of the time makes uh for an interesting anecdote in itself uh in my opinion i promise y'all this i'll get your long overdue five-star review done on stitcher this week i said i would do it last week and i didn't but excuses have ran out spring break is this week and we are doing distance learning until may 1st ain't gonna make no sense to go back to school after that but Mm -hmm. i don't get to get i don't get to be involved in making those decisions anymore and that's if you go back then thanks for keeping me connected to my roots in the cackalacks as i call them uh god bless and love you both said yeah and then thank you there, there's a bunch of slides on this thing I, I won't show you guys all the slides but he he does go into the same story thank you uh crystal rice said i think this gotta be miss crystal yes sigh hey rodrin before there was a hand washing jones there were midwives no saying quote unquote doctors who bullied hand washing jones bullied midwives out of the business calling them witches and whatnot and had the audacity to wonder why moms and babies were dying at a rapid rate on some the nurse called me while i was balls deep in a week old cadaver to deliver this baby so i stuck my hands out of the dead body and straight into this woman's vagina and she just died man they don't make women like how they used to shaking my head Lassai, all in all, I'm in Fairfield County, Connecticut, and both my husband and I are essential workers. Me at the Substance Abuse Treatment Organization and him at the Substance Abuse Creation Organization, aka the liquor store. Uh, him, excuse a total wine emporium. 
uh <laughs> and they're like hmm, emoji and two glasses clinking we're heavily impacted between folks from new york working here and folks who live here working in new york our first county cases originated from a healthcare worker from westchester county new york who worked in our local and other in another local hospital the funny thing is the dope fiends and the crackheads are more considerate and follow social distancing better than the affluent people at the wine store my husband works at he says they're still mad rude and entitled bringing their whole family and including babies and dogs in the store i told him today that they're the main ones spreading that foreign disease all over the place with that poor hygiene and flying all over the place plagues on the society they are i know that sounds bad but i was just talking about entitled rich white people they discriminate against us and now asians and so i'm discriminating against them oh dirty legged unvaccinated unvaccinated afraid to use bleach because it's not organic tough mother paid to be out in the wilderness dog mouth kissing alcoholic moldy cheese eating loud mouth dirty feet pest too much i don't know <laughs> all i know I think somebody's a little upset Mm -hmm. all i know is i'm very salty i'm an essential employee and dragging my feet in the office at least now it's only three days a week but at the same time the clients know what time it is and express gratitude to me and the other staff by acknowledging that we're risking our lives and and the lives of our families to provide treatment for them i feel glad i came through when they said my words help that helps me also i'm glad i'm there when i come across high-risk people who have hiv diabetes high blood pressure etc and are active in their addiction i can keep tabs on them because at this time they're highly likely to die either from coronavirus or overdose my fear is about the dead bodies on the street of people who overdose or die from other deaths of despair this guy in my town killed his two young children and himself last week and a couple times over a guy drowned a significant other people are not okay and need to reach out for help which with that said let's be mindful and not just the physical health workers but also the mental health and behavioral health workers who are on the front lines as well we are going to be dealing with this for all for this for a while stay blessed i keep you in my prayers oh i forgot excuse me stay positive vibe and i keep you in my thoughts slugs and crystals miss crystal thank, thank you. you i don't care if you pray for me girl i don't like that don't bother me I'm, and i'll I'm pray fine with that i pray for people too i just want y'all to know that okay y'all think it works so i'm just trying to help okay like what i'm i'm agnostic not atheist like i might i could easily be wrong about all this shit is what i'm saying i die and then be like oh shit it was real you know what i'm saying <laughs> i cover my bases throw up a prayer for y'all if i see it on facebook like pray for me and my family i'll be like i got you uh lashonda says feedback episode good morning my lovelies i appreciate you still putting informative and entertaining content out there you actually had me considering watching michonne's farewell so the walking dead as a matter of fact i think i will because michonne as a savior come through yeah she was killing that black durag mm-hmm. stay sane i know you are i had to delete the twitter app off my phone even though i didn't think i was allowing what was going on to there to get to me i freaked out saturday because i was super exhausted friday fell asleep at seven woke up at seven the next day and i was still feeling run down it had been 14 days since my last gym visit and all i could think was shit do i have COVID 19 if i do what about my baby he's only 15 and right now no one can really get to him without exposing themselves then i reached into the pocket pair of jogging pants i worn to lay about the house and i found two days worth of iron pills that i stuck in my pocket with the intention of taking but forgot to take given that i'm anemic yeah forgetting doses will run me down i took it and i feel better but i realized i'd allow all the panic death obituary notices and oh this person i know has to take it seriously post that were flooding my timeline to get inside my head yeah i mean it definitely can get to you i know it's gotten to me before too sometimes for the best and sometimes not like one thing i'm glad is that it definitely made me take it serious 
because Mm -hmm. you know being up on this and having the job i have i couldn't afford to ignore it so i had to read a bunch of this shit to filter through to be like what do we want to tell our audience about this and thank god i did that stuff because i was reading about what was happening overseas before it happened here and yeah. you know i I still remember the night we were in a restaurant i told karen i was like i don't think we should even be going out to eat this was before they closed anything down did any yeah. of that stuff about a month before everything shut down yeah it was a good yeah. little at least a couple weeks mm-hmm. and i remember being like i don't feel comfortable with this you know it was the day trump came on and made that announcement he did a press well he did a, he does announcement I mean, every day but one day. night he broke in the middle of the night and did one i can't remember what it was and even then he was downplaying it Oh, it was no. the it was the one where he said he was sitting in the over office and at the end they had him on um got him on tape because the camera hadn't cut off yet and he was going okay that one mm-hmm. anyway um yeah but i'm glad that i took it seriously and stuff because you know i you know and i don't try to be preaching and shit but i did see people on my social media being like i don't give a fuck i'm still going to the gym or you this ain't gonna stop me from doing and all i could think was like am i tripping because i like maybe i'm being too paranoid because i'm reading all this shit and it's got me feeling like you know this is quite obvious gonna affect us i mean look at italy look at uh, spain look at these places yeah they shutting down yeah i'm like it seems like this is the only way to treat this thing and i had people being like i'm not letting this stop me from my new year's resolution and shit and i'm like all right maybe i'm tripping but at the same time it there does cross a threshold where it's like it's no longer educating anyone it's just us like disasterbating and rolling the same thing this famous person died this person oh look at this video this man said he was coughing and now look at this man's twitter account and it does get to a point where it's like i don't think this is helping anymore nope like everyone that ha- that's gonna get it has either gotten it and everyone that's not gonna get it at this point don't care yeah um i'll go back to twitter at some point um oh wait yeah it also doesn't help the twitter change it so that if someone you follow likes something it shows up in your feed even if you aren't following the other person i'll go back to twitter at some point but not but for now i can't do it yeah i, I sometimes i use a uh, tweet deck instead because i can filter all my interactions i don't yes. have to see all that shit yes sir uh like i can be like don't show me what people like show me what people like interact with i started snoozing people on facebook for the same reasons if we panic it helps nothing and only serves to cause more stress making us more susceptible to illness i'm going to teach myself some new things try to get better at quilting and wait for things to hopefully get better you guys stay safe stay sane look forward to whatever episodes you are inspired to give us thank you thank you yeah i mean quilting and stuff shit you might end up sewing masks or something at some point though this shit is going i thought about that i said if i had my sewing machine i'd have made us one my mom sold some um she sent me a picture of something that she sold so you know i mean i think it helps people because they feel more productive you know anyway marshawn law this is from rebecca good morning rod and karen i'm not even uh through the reading rainbow segment of this podcast and i'm writing you by the way i'm in love with this segment please don't stop doing it now on to what i was writing about that pride is a hell of a drug as karen so eloquently said when i was young my mom would tell me the story of a woman who visited her when she was very young and told her horrible tales of the white man being discriminated and victimized after the civil war for many years i couldn't make heads or tails of the story and i chalked it up this bullshit a couple of years ago i came across a podcast called uncivil we we mm-hmm. i love that podcast mm-hmm. it's truly a shame this podcast didn't make more episodes because it was beyond good wasn't right? it 
one episode was called the spin and it explained the story my mother has stood by to this day after the civil war there was a movement started by a white woman to go uh to affluent families and tell these horrible propaganda stories and turning in turn helping to create this movement yeah the daughters of the confederacy uh the podcast talks about how this movement affected all the media as it tried to push this narrative upon finishing this podcast i called my mom and asked more questions confirming my suspicion that she had been visited by one of those propaganda ladies when i explained to her that she had been fed this propaganda as a small child and that it's an inaccurate perception of what happened at the civil war she quickly ended the conversation yeah white people can't even really process it because it's a it then upends the entire foundation of your existence and black people unfortunately not even unfortunately it's not like black people are so much quote unquote better we can't believe the lies because we've experienced the we've seen it we've experienced too much truth to believe like it's so rare to find a black person that really believes in all that like quote unquote patriotism bullshit of america you it's so rare because most black people are like no that's not true that's not what y'all do mind you my mom has been told this story since uh sometime in the decade of 1950 i try very hard to open my mother's eyes to her preconceived prejudices but and even racist views but it's to no avail the only thing i can do at this point is learn not to have these preconceived notions be open to criticism and by all means apply critical thinking i'm the breaker of that story in my family and will not repeat it in such a manner as to garner sympathy but as a learning tool to show how propaganda can be devastating to it for generations to come come on breaker chains do it that's basically all you can do like that's one of the things i don't like about online too is everybody presents these scenarios where they have the perfect quip at thanksgiving that like solves racism in their family and shit you know what i mean and it's like it's such a lie it's 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 so disingenuous and it's so um it's so much about like uh what do they call that something signaling um i don't know it's like signaling that i'm morally better than you virtue signaling yeah it's 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 so bullshit like you know it's like my aunt said you put on a little weight and i said yeah well you need to stop being fat phobic and then she said oh my god you told me and then she stopped and i'm like that didn't happen Mm-mm you know what i mean i'm not saying that that conversation wouldn't have been a great thing on a tv show but i know in real life that's not how the fuck it happens yep. in real life you just gotta roll your eyes a little bit at auntie and go get you some potato salad and stay the fuck away from her side of the table yep. that's it yep or, or or just be like y'all know what i got to go and right. politely pack your shit up and leave very rarely do they because even if you had a conversation very rarely does someone go that conversation is what changed me Mm-mm. you know so you can present it to the to, you know to somebody but once they've been indoctrinated since the 1950s you're not undoing that in a year or in one or two conversations Mm-mm. thank you for sharing the excerpts from the out of the house of bondage book i really do need to get this book because i enjoy every quote you read from it thanks again for all your hard work uh you both put in sincerely rebecca thanks thank you baby um okay this isn't even in the right folder hold on a second uh let's see we got uh oh katanya good morning for trader joe's in dc hey uh hey Ryder karen hope all is well thanks again for the podcast you two have been giving us through this time of the quarantine i really appreciate it during one of your episodes this week you mentioned going to trader joe's in your area and how they stepped up the clearing uh, oh wait this is basically what you said on the thing yeah okay uh she let me see what if she has any extra information um so yeah it's talked about uh cleaning mm-hmm. working at store 662 um 
let's see a cool thing that store 662 has done has crew members come in and provide us an eight dollar meal voucher for every shift that we work come on through meal voucher how this works is that we bring whichever food items to the mate captain's office and the mate writes down the items sku number and its price and we both sign our names by the items it's a little thing however it's a nice touch to show that they care in the huddle this morning one assistant manager's mate is what tj's uh calls their assistant managers oh okay uh, the store shared with us that trader joe central is now making sure each store crew gets face masks and encourage crew members to wear them if they don't already have their own mask today they provided our store with 100 disposable masks wow i can't remember which company to make mention however this company is teaming up with trader joe's to make cloth masks for all the crew members from the hawaiian shirts that the mates and captains captains is what uh tj's calls the store managers wear these cloth masks are scheduled to arrive within the next week as well as hilton hotels have decided to team up with tj's in response to the toilet paper shortage that has arisen since the coronavirus lockdown to stay at the hotel home orders the hilton hotels will be sending extra single wrap toilet paper rolls to tj's around the u.s so that people can purchase them it's anticipated to start as soon as monday the 6th thought that these were all good things to share with you and fellow podcast uh listeners of podcasts of frequent trader joe's thanks again for your great podcast love katanya thank you come on through uh trader joe's uh the thing is i remember when the founder of traders joe's passed this was a rarity i'd literally seen nothing but praise for that me too that was crazy i'm I'm, I'm not trying to be funny i seen literally nothing but everybody said that that was the best man in the world i'm sure there was somebody that don't fuck with him i'm sure because he's rich and he's white and there's people that that's all they need to see to be like fuck this person's entire mission but like i saw a lot of praise which is so rare these days everybody praised about their health care and their health coverage and you know one dude was saying like he had like brain surgery and they ended up picking up just about all the costs Mm -hmm. it was literally everybody associated said that they were hurt that that man passed and the thing is if you do right by your employees you your employees would do right by you a lot of companies treat employees like shit and then they wonder why they don't have the best employees you get what you give uh lastly mary says general email just want to drop you and karen a note and say thank you listening to the daily live podcast in the chat room has been one of the high points of my day as i enter week three of california stay at home order by the way i am very grateful for our governor being so proactive he has saved lives no doubt yet yeah, newsom was on it like once again like that the, 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 you get who you vote for Mm-hmm. anyway i know you're probably stressed too so i appreciate you being here for us daily and helping us get through this also while i've been premium for a few years now i only listen to balls deep sport live thinking i wouldn't understand the nerd off but now that i have time i logged on to the live show yesterday for the first time turns out i'm a nerd ain't it ain't it, ain't it something it's, i'm telling you man we all are a little bit actually everybody a nerd at this point mm-hmm. there's nobody that's not nerd yeah not you not do something video- nerdy you play video games you game on your phone mm-hmm. you're into some science shit you watch marvel movies nerd culture is pop culture now right uh you got disney plus Marvel, netflix uh something watch tv universe something yeah. it's something you have that you just know everything about it just because plus i think we do a pretty relatable nerd show it's not you know it's not the no girls allowed uh mm-hmm. you know he man hating hour it's not 
you know every you know we hate cool people and celebrities like it's not that it's a very accessible show and and i'm glad you 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 tuned in if you go back and listen to some older episodes roderick and all that would tell you when we first started the show i was like i am not a nerd right it's funny because she would think i'm not a nerd so i don't because i would do the show without karen karen wouldn't be on here she was like i'm not a nerd da, da, da. and then she would listen to the show and then she would be talking to me in the car about shit we talked about on the show i'm like just be on the fucking show you know what i mean like why like i don't like these opinions i don't mind you giving them to me but you can share these opinions with the world you care about this shit just as much as us you know you want you want to hear somebody talk about steven universe on the show and none of us watch it come be on the show and talk about steven universe you will find out that many people love steven universe they do and you are a nerd you know uh <laughs> but uh yeah turns out i'm a nerd or nerdy enough anyway yay something new to listen to thanks you too you're doing a good thing thank you mary thank we appreciate you. you right and for people that are praying that are premiums actually tap on to all of the shows because you will be amazed at how much did you go i don't know about that you be like you know what i really like this shit yeah movies and um tv show reviews yeah, lip smacking good yeah food like right. we try to do you know if yeah. you like us you probably like all the stuff we do for the most part or at least give it a shot you just you never know you know i know people that say i don't like sports but they love balls these sports mm-hmm you know and the reason they love balls deep is because we're not really talking that much about sports mm, we talk about stuff around sports yeah, yeah. We talk about somebody's baby mama we talk about you know uh all kinds of shit you know talk about who what these groupies is up to mm-hmm. we'll, know, we'll keep you informed on the gossip who cheating on who you know which teammate said some shady shit to the other one and got subtweeted like we into that come on who posted something on instagram so you know we just try to do that man we we're not giving fucking football score predictions and what do you think of this rule change mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't mm-hmm. care yeah we, t- we tell when people do that we go you don't get the show yeah so i hope you guys uh appreciate that man all right well uh that's it for this episode guys um uh, although you know i was thinking about doing something special and um okay don't go into the next segment so i'm gonna end the show here for the podcast people that listen later okay but i think for the listeners i might just play some music and we can have like a little chat party kind of uh for everybody that's that's just hanging out for Life, a little bit yeah. at least till i finish editing the episode you know Yay. so um and if you guys have questions or you want to like come on screen with us or something like that we'll yeah. allow you guys to do that yeah let um, us know yeah just for y'all so, until so we'll be right back for everybody listening live everybody else until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.